Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Today I want to address ROI of starter. The number of customers as well as attendees interested in planter fertility is as high as I've ever seen it. Five, ten years ago, growers in central Illinois showed little interest in this topic. Today we're, we're spending a lot of time on this topic. But as we've been having these conversations, it has come clear that we need to go back to the basics and review the ROI for using starter fertilizer. Today I'm talking about phosphate starters. We'll save the conversation on, on N on the planner on a different podcast. Let's start this discussion at the basics and work out from there. We first look at yield and how it corresponds to starter placement in our plots. If I look at our starter plots over the past 30 years in our plot program, we see three to five bushel response to a low rate of starter in furrow, typically two to five gallons. In our plot history, we've seen yields as high as 15 bushel. Some of you remember the Mother's Day Massacre with an in furrow treatment. And we've seen 20 bushel yield losses due to salt burn causing poor stand. Our biggest responses, of course, come in the colder years. They come in no-till, corn on corn, growers are using cover crops. These are all cases where the yield tends to respond stronger. But if we throw it together all the years and average it all together, we get that range in that three to five bushel from low rates of in-furrow and usually about a quarter point on moisture. In-furrow applications always give us the quickest response due to the location of the starter in the root system. When we use higher rates, 7 to 10 gallon in a 2x2 two two placement, we typically get 7 to 10 bushel yield response. This higher yield response is from the higher amount of fertility we are applying. The 2x2 two two shows up visibly later than the inferro, but when it does kick in, it has more horsepower than the low rate in furrow. We typically see about a half a point drier with the higher rates. When we run the relay with starter putting a little in furrow to get the early bump and a higher rate in the 2x2 two two to get the horsepower, our yields usually bump out into that 10 to 15 bushel range and it's pretty common to see a half to three quarter point drier. A couple of the attachments we've studied over the years in our plots, like the Huckstep shoe, or to some extent now the wings on the furrow jet, as well as select shot, look to fill that gap between a 2x2 two two and an in-furrow. You know, getting the fertility closer to the seed um, and the crown roots, but not on top of the seed. Which allows for a quicker response and higher rates, and they tend to land too in that 10 to 15 bushel advantage range. Now these numbers are coming from 30 years of trial work and there's a lot of things that move these numbers from year to year. The weather is usually a big part playing in there how cold it is or hot dry summers where we end up there. Early planting or like this year delayed planting they all become factors. As we learn more about our genetics we're finding out this has a much bigger role in planter fertility performance than I even originally thought. Those G hybrids respond to starter like the D hybrids respond to fungicide. In most situations, planter fertility pushes maturity forward 7 to 10 days, 
which is where the drier corn is coming from. Moving pollination up seven days is usually positive to yield unless it's a 110 degree week when it decides to pollinate. So again, I am using the results of our starter plots here at CropTech from the past 30 years here in central Illinois. Your results may vary depending on where you farm. I suspect the colder the climate, the harder you're pushing planting conditions, probably the bigger the response. Most soils, no matter where the soil test value for phosphate is, don't release much phosphate until soil temperatures get above 65 degrees and stay there. So I'm going to use numbers to work through our ROI of starter from our plots. If you have your own numbers or your own results, you plug them in the same way. And let's keep it simple. We're going to start with using 3 gallon of 1034-0 inferral. Now my first disclaimer, anytime we put any starter inferral, there comes some risk of seed burn even from low salt starters. So put your big boy pants on and accept that risk when you go inferral. You can mitigate that risk by being sure you have plenty of moisture when you're planting and you have good seed quality. You can eliminate it, but you can lower it. What spurs this podcast is the different cost per gallon I've been given by customers as we think about moving to starter. In the past month, I've worked through the numbers with guys ranging from $2.40 a gallon for their starter all the way to $9 a gallon. On top of that, starter additives ranging from $0.50 an acre to $25 an acre. Boys, we have to be careful or we'll spend ourselves into a negative ROI. Traditional fertilizers are usually sold by the ton, while low-salt starters are sold by the gallon. It's easier to sell cars when you talk payments per month than outright cost. I think some of that plays out in starter pricing as well. In my first ROI example, let's use 1034.0 at $515 a ton or $3 a gallon. This is a price that I got when I averaged some of the prices that I've got from growers here in the last month helping them make this decision. If you've got different prices, plug those in. With 1034.0, if we apply 100 pounds of it, we'll have 10 pounds of nitrogen and we'll have 34 pounds of phosphate. It has a weight per gallon of 11.65. So if we apply 100 pounds, we need to put on 8.6 gallons to the acre to get 100 pounds. But when we apply 3 gallon in furrow, we're applying 35 pounds of material and we're getting 3.5 pounds of N, 12 pounds of phosphate, known as a 3.5-12-0 at a cost of $9 an acre. 3 gallon, 3 bucks a gallon. With this, we'd recommend zinc, and you need to put in about $2 an acre for the zinc. So your starter would cost you $11 an acre. When we apply starter, we don't add phosphate. We just move the phosphate around. So if you're applying 3 gallon of 1034-0, you need to cut back on your dry application. So in this case, you would reduce your DAP application by 26 pounds. If DAP is $4.90 a ton, you would reduce your dry fertilizer cost by $6.37 an acre. So the true cost to apply this starter fertilizer would be about $4.63. At $4 corn, the break-even is 1.2 bushel an acre. Our plots indicate 3 to 5 bushel response and a quarter point drier with an infro application. 
So we're looking at ROIs between that seven to $15 an acre range. Some growers, this is not enough to deal with the hassles. Others, it's good insurance in case weather turns south or makes them more comfortable planting in tougher conditions. It's kind of like putting an insecticide on or a seed treatment. And my second ROI example is using 8.6 gallon or 100 pounds of 1034-0 in a 2 by 2 type location. 8.6 gallon at $3 a gallon, your fertilizer cost is $25.80. The rate of zinc is going to be higher, so you're going to have to add about four and a quarter in there per acre for the zinc. So your gross cost of starter is $30.05. With 100 pounds of 1034-0, you need to back your DAP up 75 pounds. So reducing your dry bill about $18.38, making your true cost for the starter around $11.67 an acre. So you'll need basically at $4 corn, you're going to need three bushel uh, to break even. Our plots show a pretty consistent 7 to 10 bushel advantage and usually a half a point drier, which 220 bushel corn, that's over three bucks worth of drying value right there. So this brings your true ROI in that $20 to $30 an acre range. For some growers, this still isn't enough to offset the hassles. In my third example, we relay it. So some in furrow, some two by two. So placing it somewhere in between could be another option. We're moving to that 10 to 15 bushel response and three quarters of a point dryer. So now we're talking about ROIs of $23 to $43 an acre. My fourth ROI example, which I worked through with a customer last week. He was wanting to try starter next year on 2,000 acres of corn. He wanted to keep it simple, go in furrow with his Keaton with three gallon of a low salt starter, add some zinc and as well as some biologicals. He was priced a low salt high end starter at $7 a gallon for an analysis of 618.6. It weighed 11.11 pounds per gallon, so he's putting on three gallon, he's putting on 33 pounds of this 618.6. That gives him an actual analysis of 2-6-2 for $21. We still need to add some zinc, about $1.20 on the zinc, so your starter cost, your gross cost is $22.20 an acre. We would cut the DAP back only 13 pounds because we don't have much juice in here. We cut it back 13 pounds or $3.20. So his net starter cost is $19, making his break even at four and three quarter bushel per acre. Our plots show three and a half to five bushel response. This doesn't leave much room for an ROI. Some of the additives he was looking at adding were going to go anywhere from $7 to $10 an acre to the cost. My fear, he's about to spend himself into a negative ROI. When I questioned his reasoning behind the thought process, he said he, he didn't want to spend the money for starter attachments and he wanted to keep usage rates low to reduce the fills. But at the same time, he wanted a high quality starter to reduce the possibility of seed burn. Now, these are all good concerns when you're thinking about starter. But I walked him through the numbers on his 2,000 acre corn base and said, if we would put attachments on his planter so we could go to a 
$3 a gallon, 1034 at 8.6 gallons. His true cost of starter, again, was $11.67. Compared to his $7 a gallon product that he's using, his true cost is $19 an acre. With 1034 2x2, he would spend $23,340 a year, while his $7 a gallon, 618.6, he would spend $38,000 a year. That's a $14,600 savings for 1034 on his 2,000 acres. Based on our plots, his $7 a gallon product would be right at or below break even, while his 2x2 two two would be in that $20 to $30 ROI range. If we average that and we take $25 ROI on 2,000 acres, add that $50,000 in revenue, to the cost savings of $14,600 in product, that would bring his ROI on that 2,000 acres to $64,660. $60,000 will buy you a lot of planter attachments. You're halfway there, right? You, you already have the tank, you have the pump. Most likely you have a tending unit getting fertilizer to you. You're stopping to fill anyway. Why not size up your capacity to match your seed fills? When it comes to starter additives, make them pay their way. Try them out in a plot format before you invest seven to 10 bucks just on testimonials. They gotta earn a spot. I've had several growers who are not putting starter in furrow that have come in and they're concerned about the jump in their starter cost. One grower is using a Huckstep shoe and a jump in his starter price from $3 a gallon to $6 a gallon. That jump was due to the fact that the retailer switched to a low salt starter. The main reason you buy attachments um, to get starter out of the furrow is so you can use a lower cost starter. If you go from using 8.6 gallons of 10340 in your huck step to 8.6 gallons of a 9189 at $6 a gallon, you'll spend yourself into a negative ROI. Why did the retailer switch to a low start salt starter? Because most of his new starter customers are going in furrow, so he needs a product that they're comfortable with. For retailers to handle multiple products, that can be quite a hassle. So if this happens, work with your retailer to set up some temporary on-farm storage. This will allow you to use a product that you want and he wouldn't have to have multiple blends at the facility. If you spend the money on attachments, don't spend it on expensive fertilizer. Sorry to drag you guys through this that don't use starter, but it was an issue that needed to be addressed. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.